We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Hey, good Saturday to you. Happy New Year. Brendan Tobin in Miami. Sean Levine in Kansas City. We got Jake. We got CJ helping out with us as well. We appreciate you listening on the BetQL Network, especially if you're watching our beautiful faces on twitch.tv backslash BetQL. So Brendan upset me before the commercial break, so now we got to fight. Let's start in the boxing ring. You're going to fight me if I tell you that Canelo is hands down the best pound-for-pound fire heading into 2022? Uh, yes, I'm going to fight you on that. Hands down. I mean, uh, Hands Ale- down. how about, uh, how about Alexander Usyk? Who's the unified heavyweight champion of the world? And oh, also I thought you were going to say Terrence Crawford and also was going to be, and also was the undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world. I don't know. Ever yeah. heard of him? I would go with him. Terrence Crawford also has a very good yeah. argument, but I would say that obviously has had some tough matchup issues. Although getting the win over Sean Porter certainly, uh, helps feather in the cap. Hopefully he can get you know, something big in, in uh, 2022 as far as, uh, you know, his next fight is concerned. But listen, Canelo is is the man. I love Canelo Alvarez, but I think he's got competition as far as being the absolute pound-for-pound pound best. Good. I like you when you're feisty. You Would you fight me if I told you that after the Woodley knockout in 2022, the Jake Paul hype train rolls on and rolls on faster than ever? I, I'm, I'm not going to fight you on that, but I got to tell you, man, I think he's going to fight in the UFC before the year's over. Really? I think, I, this whole thing is interesting. Like, he is, you know, I don't, everybody with this whole boxing, oh, Jake Paul's here to say boxing. Who is he hyping in boxing? All of this is looked upon as, oh, he's he's shining a light on the sport. But all his beefs are with UFC guys. Everything is UFC uh, as far as the beefs are concerned. UFC as far as... You know, uh, oh, you know, am I going to fight Jorge Masvidal or Nate Diaz? Is he calling out any of the best cruiserweights or is he calling out a boxer? Tommy Fury. All right. they uh, he As far as once Tommy Fury pulled out, we haven't even heard of him since. And I love Tommy Fury. Big Love Island fan. But nobody cares. And nobody can give me a name of a boxer that they want him to fight. The only other new name that's been thrown in was like Chris Wyman this week saying Anderson Silva because he boxed Tito Ortiz. Like. I don't know, man. I think that the door is open for Jake Paul to be in the UFC. I feel like Disney, they clearly love talking about it. Stephen A. Smith loves talking about it on first take. If the brass at Disney goes to Dana White and says, hey, we're not going to go to all these demands, but let's make it a little bit more enticing for our fighters. Let's make Jake Paul happy so we can get him in an octagon to fight Jorge Masvidal. I don't know, man. I've seen crazy things happen in the fight game. I ain't ruling it out. Well, here's what surprises me about it, BT is that you're sounding surprised about it. Didn't Jake Paul, wasn't the first thing that he said when he got into the fight game is that he wants, that his end game is to get to Conor McGregor? Well, I got to be that honest with you, man. I don't like to agree with you, but I do, and it doesn't feel like he's that far away from Conor McGregor, does it? Yeah, but I think we all thought it was going to happen in a boxing ring, and I think that now that he's opened up the 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 lane to saying, all right, maybe I, he's, listen, I'll give Jake Paul credit for this. Dude's crazy. And... He will, uh, he will stir it up, and I do think that he would have the onions to step into an octagon. And so if he can make it happen, if Dana White's actually willing to make it happen and, and the brass that maybe you know help him get his checks for his company want it to happen, I don't know. Now that Jake Paul's opened he, up the window, he, I, he, I, I, think it can, I think maybe we're leading that way. 
he can't step into a UFC octagon and fight the names that he's calling out, though. I mean, he's talking about George Mazadal. Right. He's talking about Conor McGregor. He's talking about Nate. Those guys would kick his ass. What are you talking about? That's in an octagon? Game, That's the point. Like, every, we all want to see him get his ass kicked. That's what I am paying my $70 for. I don't want to see him look like Muhammad Ali dancing, putting up the points. I don't want to see him be the next Mayweather. I want to see him knock somebody out or get knocked out. That what is if what I did? pay my money for. What if he won? What if oh, he fought Nate Diaz? What if he fought Nate Diaz in the octagon and he, and he beat Nate Diaz? Like, then what? Then what do I we do? I, I don't know. know. I, I just vomited in my mouth just saying it. Uh, Brendan's in Miami. Sean Levine here in Kansas City tapped out on the BetQL network. I think we're going to agree on this one, though. Would you fight me if I stood in 2022? We're definitely having an undisputed heavyweight champion of boxing, finally. Oh, man. I don't want to fight you on that, but boxing can't get out of its own way like <laughs> i mean i i so i wish that we could have an undisputed it feels like it's easy enough tyson fury fights dillian white or andrew Ruiz coming up in a few months Usyk versus aj rematch somebody wins that hopefully Usyk, so it just goes the clean path or maybe aj just doesn't want to fight him again and then that would lead to an ultimate undisputed chip but something's gonna happen something will shake it up we've been trying to get to this race of an undisputed champ for a long time so I would like not to fight you on that. But unfortunately, I will, Sean, because boxing will boxing, and they will find some way to screw it up. Although we've been getting more undisputed champs, and it's been lovely. Heavyweight, that seems to be the one that is always out there, and there's always going to be something that will get in the way of us having an undisputed heavyweight champ. What exactly are we waiting on with this White Fury thing? It's going down, right? Uh, I don't know. The, 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 the WBC is a clown show when it comes to their rules. They make things up as they go. And so White wants to get paid a fair price. And they say 80-20 split to Tyson Fury. Did you know their own rules? Maximize it at 70-30? They're just like, eh, we want to make Tyson Fury happy. Sorry, Dillian White. And Dillian White's been waiting for this championship opportunity for so long. Is he just going to eat it? I don't know. I, maybe because he's been wanting to be WBC heavyweight champ for a long time since Deontay Wilder had the belt. He's been the interim champion. Even taking losses and avenging losses along the way. But is he going to do it for dirt money? I don't know, man. Let's get out of the ring and let's step back into the octagon. Brennan Tobin, Sean Levine tapped out here on the BetQL network. Izzy Adansanya, his words, not mine, said that he's going to dismantle the Reaper Robert Whitaker their second time around. I tend to think he's right. You going to fight me on it? Yeah, I think I think I like Bobby Knuckles. I think Bobby really? Knuckles is going to come back strong in this one. I do. I do. I feel like I, I, I'm a big Robert Whitaker guy and Israel Adesanya dude's a badass, no doubt about it. And has, uh, you know, trying to go up and win the, the two Oh five champ. I give him all the credit in the world for trying that. But I think that Robert Whitaker is a very, very smart fighter. I think he's a sad fighter. And I do think that he's going to make some big time adjustments this next time around. I think taking on a guy like Adesanya is tough. You maybe do need that one chance to get a look at him to do better the next time. And I think that, the advantage for me goes more in the direction of Robert Whitaker having the having the background of taking on a guy like Izzy than it does for Izzy, who already cleaned his clock once. I feel like he goes into this a little bit overconfident, and that could hurt him in that in this case. Everybody loves Bobby Knuckles. I love Robert Whitaker too, but I think he goes two, maybe three, and then Izzy knocks him out again. Would you fight me if I told you that Colby is going to get in the octagon with either Masvidal or Poirier in 2022? Either one of those guys. You going to fight me? 
I'm gonna fight you if it doesn't happen because it better happen. It bet, that better be one of the next fights because that it just makes all this dude the 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 the, the drama of of him leaving ATT. This dude was a child walking into American Top Team and they kicked him out. Basically, the drama writes itself. It it would they they genuinely hate each other. Eat all, uh, whatever stack you want to go. Masvidal Kobe. I think that's the one I want more. But him because they were roommates. They were like best friends. Uh, but Poirier and him, they have bad blood. That kind of really led to, 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 to Kobe ended up leaving and going down to Miami to train out of American top team. So they better fight, dude. I mean, I, I would be pissed if that fight doesn't happen. What, uh, whatever, whatever, man, if it's Poirier versus Kobe or if it's Masvidal, that one of those matchups has to happen. Poirier and Kobe almost feel like they need each other at this point. Like Masvidal's always got options because he's Masvidal. But those other two guys, they're in this weird spot right now where that that almost is almost too logical not to make, which makes me think the UFC is not going to do it. The only thing I'll push back on, you said you'd fight me if it's not going to happen. Instead of fighting either one of those guys when it comes to Colby, I'd rather see him fight Chemayev. I would. I think that'd be an unbelievable fight. Really? That's the one I want to see. Yeah, that's the one I want to see. That, Overall, that would, if, I, if you gave me all those options on the table, right, that I can see him fight any of those guys, I want to see Colby fight Hamzad. I really do. I would like to see that too, and that would definitely prove Hamza to be the real deal because Colby, exactly. as much as people are annoyed by him, he is a, a really, really good fighter. I just don't see Colby as the type of guy. He's he is a risk reward type of fighter. And what does he get out of beating Hamzat? Is he gonna get another crack at Kamaro? I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause I don't think Kamaro's gonna do that right that fight again. So I think for me, he goes out there and I would say, I think in his mind takes the easier fight or the fight that maybe he stylistically thinks he can get around these guys more so, maybe thinks they're a little bit more weathered. And also, we'll still get the rub of, hey, see, I'm still the real contender. Let's keep playing matchmaker in 2022. All right, what if I what if I told you that Conor McGregor, his comeback fight, whenever that is, should not be against Poirier or any of the other guys that are talking smack. It should just be Nate 3. Now's the time. Right now, next fight, we should see Nate Diaz. Nate's next fight, he should wait. Conor's next fight should be the trilogy. You going to fight me on that? I'm not going to fight you on that. I love that idea. I, I I think it makes all the sense in the world. What what are they doing then otherwise? Because I know he said, you know, Connor says that he, when he comes back, his next fight's going to be for the championship. Oliveira says he's into it. Of course he is. Who doesn't want red panty night? Everybody wants right. red panty night. So, of course, Oliveira's going to be into it. And you had Dana White this week saying, hey, why do I treat Conor McGregor special? Because he is special. So, will he? break the rules that he wouldn't break for Dustin Poirier for whatever reason. He didn't make the, he didn't make the title Poirier versus McGregor. Cause he didn't feel McGregor deserved it. So will he break those rules this time around? Yeah, maybe he will. He can do what he wants. He's the King. He is Dana white. Um, but I think that if we're, if he's not going to go down that path, if he does stay true and a little bit more consistent, of course, Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor makes all the sense in the world. It is the bet QL network. So, what do you think the odds would be if that fight actually went down? Like, let's say Conor McGregor does come back, he's healthy, and then we see Nate Diaz, who obviously he's in, he's out, he's losing fights, but he's still winning versus Leon Edwards. It, what, is that a pick em fight? Is Nate favored this time around? That's a good question, man. I, You know what? As you're setting it up, I'm trying to think, like, man, I feel like Conor's going to be the favorite. He's Connor. He's Conor. He's got the rub. Like, people will back him. Obviously, he'll be the favorite, I think, by the time it's all said and done. Sure. But when it comes out, I don't know, man. We haven't seen that guy look that great in a long time. I feel like Nate, everybody always feels like Nate's got a shot. He's a zombie. 
Uh, he's never out of a fight, but also his record's dicey. You know, it is like his reputation is is shinier than his record is. And so I think that Connor would be a slight favorite opening up wise. And I feel like the odds would just go even more so in his favor as we got closer to the fight because of the press conferences and all that type of stuff. All that hype would get behind Connor again. People want to believe in it and they love this rivalry. Let's keep going down this road because it's fun. What would you handicap Connor's odds ever, not just this year, but when his career is done between now and then of fighting for a belt again, not having the belt, but getting a shot at the belt again? I don't think that they're that long. I don't think they are. I feel like if he has a good performance, if he gets a win, I think he's Willy Wonka. I think he gets the golden ticket. He's in there. So you think he's one fight away? I don't do it. Come on, man. Let's be honest about it. He's Connor. He plays by different rules. And yeah, I think he gets, I think it would, if he, if he and Nate fought at 170 and he beat Nate Diaz and you said, I want to fight Kamaru Usman for the championship. Come on. I want to fight for my third championship. Come on. Be like, great. I want to fight Conor McGregor. And so who's arguing against this? You're in line. About a dozen people. Brendan, are you still drunk from New Year's? Because that's ludicrous. And I love, I love me some Conor McGregor and I want to see him fight for the title. And I hope that you're right. But what you are is insane. You think that if Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz went down and he beat him, and he was a favorite, we agree on that, to beat him, that all of a sudden he'd be right in line for the belt? Just like you, Dana loves him that much? Listen, Sean, I'm going to give you $80 right now. You're going to oh. put it in your pocket. I'm going to Venmo you, right? Okay. But you can only spend it on one fight. You could spend it on Kamaru versus Leon Edwards, or you could spend it on Kamaru versus Conor McGregor. And that's it. That's your free fight. That's the one you get to pay for. To- courtesy of Tobin. Which one are you going to spend that money on? Because you're lying to me if you're telling me it's him versus Leon Edwards. It's not going <laughs> to happen, dude. Everybody would want to see that fight. Everybody would be excited about Connor going for a third belt. Oh, he has a- he's won one fight against a guy who's got a 500 record. That's his only win over the last uh, five years. Whatevs. He's fighting for the belts again. Let's all get our proper 12 out. And we'll just start acting like hooligans. We're going to love it. It's, you know, you know it. We can't help ourselves with him. I can't fight you on that. You're going to fight me if I tell you that Usman still has the belt around his waist at the end of 22. All this conversation, all these different guys. But something tells me that it's the same guy with the belt wrapped around his waist, the fighter of the year. I mean, look at his resume all time. Look at his resume recently. The more and more we talk about Usman, the more and more I think the real conversation we need to have is how close is this guy to GSP? I mean, I think that's really the conversation we're talking about right now. Yeah, I can't fight you on that one, man. No, I agree with you. Uh, I don't really, unless Hamza just looks like an absolute buzzsaw and continues to scare people and he looks like that really. I don't know who the guy is. I said maybe earlier in the show, maybe Luke is is the dude who can do it, but I don't, I'd still take Kamaru. I'd still, I'd st- you're going to give me Usman? I'd go Usman all day on that one. Who's better in their prime, Usman or GSP? Oh, man, don't do that. I don't know. I'm still going to go GSP. I'm still going GSP. But I think it's more fun. It's unbelievable I could give you an opinion question, BT, and somehow you could still be wrong. But somehow you pulled it off. Brennan Tobin's in Miami. Sean Levine here in Kansas City. We got you all over the country on the BetQL Network. Coming up next, we're going to tap out right here on the BetQL Network.